Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. David Crane's Amazing Movie Time. Hello and welcome everyone to the latest installment of David Crane's Amazing Movie Time, where we watch movies and talk about them. Um, my name is Ryan. I'm joined as always by Andy and Nate. The movie this time out uh, is a Nate pick. It is the 1987 film Batteries Not Included that is about uh, some geriatric senior citizens, mm-hmm. some adults who have made poor choices, and a mentally handicapped man who raise a family of Roombas on their roof. What'd you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> How long did that take you to come up with that? <laughs> Just on the spot, isn't it? No. That's I've been amazing. i for a while. Yeah. That is amazing. This is such, for me, is, is, is such a classic movie. Really good. Um, just, I mean, it's, it's nothing really fancy or anything like that. And if you think about it, the, the main scene doesn't really move from that one building. So it isn't like a, a huge, huge scene. So they weren't working with a ton of stuff. And, um, I think it's a well put together movie. There's some cheesy parts and points and, but I mean, it's 1987. so. Yeah. Um, so basic like plot points, not my horrible summary aside. It's basically uh, a big like we'll just call it like a New Yorkish style city. A big city land developer is looking to buy up a couple city blocks, build multi multi story skyscrapers, and it's all down to demolishing one last um, hotel building or not hotel but apartment building that happens to have a diner in it. The elderly couple. Um, that lives in the apartment building also runs the diner. So basically it's a struggle of like landlord or land occupant trying to evict uh, tenants. Uh, And then through the course of this, somehow these like weird um, sentient flying saucer type robots come into their life. They just magically appear. Yeah. It's kind of random. It is very random, but it works and they help them throughout the movie stay in their homes fight off carlos the i'm not so sure he's that bad like street punk in his gang and it's a very freddie mercury yeah (laughs) i kept watching this movie and i was like you know a good landlord would have just raised the rent to an ungodly amount and this movie wouldn't have needed to exist but and they kept on offering them money and they're like nope not gonna take it not gonna take it yeah, that's a yeah. little backwards how it is. So, well, the the old people owned the building, right? Did they? Is that how that? Did worked? they own the building, or did they just own the restaurant? I thought they just owned the restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure that they owned the building, but uh, I thought they were all just tenants in the building, in the same building, right. and he had a restaurant down on the first level. But um, okay. So I believe it was owned by someone, therefore they were giving cash to move out, which was still, again, that was kind of bizarre. Um, Yeah, I didn't get the rationale. It's like if they accept the cash, then it's officially a done deal, even though you have nothing in writing. Like what was keeping Carlos from like grabbing all that money and just skipping town? He was so desperate (laughs) to get out of the city. He had his one way ticket. It's true. Or Bobby, I guess. Bobby. Eat some soup, Bobby. <laughs> I don't know. It's a very cool movie. Like you know, when you talk about like 
kind of like some nostalgia. Like this is like one of the first movies I vaguely remember seeing with my dad. I think he took me to like the dollar theater when we lived in, I don't know what town and we saw it and there, there's, there's something about eighties movies that I, I very much appreciate in like the practical effects department. And like some of it isn't done the best here, but like, I still think, and I stand by like a good practical effect done well and like put into a movie is so much better than anything CG. And I think a lot of like mm-hmm. what's done here in the special effects, as far as the little space alien creatures who are there, um, really kind of stands the test of time. And then it's like wrapped in this like really cheesy, like eighties sitcom ish thing. And like, you know, another thing I couldn't like shake was like, what was up with the late eighties and like senior citizens is like star characters in like media. Like you had golden girls, you had, this movie, what's the movie with like the things in the pool where the old people like get younger again? You know what I'm talking. There's like several movies. No, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, there's like a. L- yeah, you don't see that anymore though. No, like old, old starring characters anyway. Right. They're usually like supporting, like the, the old lady who has like mental health issues. That's like the supporting grandma, you know. Right, but yep. she was very popular back in the day. Uh, what is her name? Jessica, Jessica Tandy or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they definitely resurrected all of them, especially, you know, 1987, what was coming out at that time was turtles out. And I mean, just like a whole bunch of stuff that really didn't fall into that dramatic, they kind of mixed drama and sci-fi in one, which was kind of unique. Um, yeah, just kind of a bizarre mashup. And it's like kid friendly, but there's no kids in the movie. Right. Zero. You know, yeah, really. Yeah. I think that's like the one thing that like I fall with this movie is like they did a lot of really cool, interesting things. But they kind of like capitalize on like almost none of them. Like it's not that heartwarming. It's not that funny. It's not that engaging. It's not that visually impressive. It's just kind of like. It's better than average, but it's just very much like a vanilla package at the end of it, I think. Yeah. I'm being and I'm that. being negative, but like I really like the movie and I've seen it before. Like I enjoyed my I would still recommend people watch it, but like it's weird. Did anyone else catch like uh is it Lewis or Louise Lewis, I think Guzman? In the uh backdrop too at the ending scene where like everybody's like admiring the building. He's like the dude that's been in, he's like in a bunch of comedy movies, like waiting and oh yeah, he's like, it's yeah. like the youngest version of that man that I've ever seen in any film. <laughs> yeah. Just, I didn't notice that, but yeah. Uh, huh. No, I didn't pay attention to that at all. Huh? I mean, it's Steven Spielberg. I mean, he puts, is it really? Pretty, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. So, I mean, it, it, he's solid. It's, it's a good, again, it's not a flashy movie. It's not. It just kind of sits by itself, kind of plain, but I wasn't, there wasn't a part where I was like bored watching it uh, or it was painful to watch. It was just, I don't know, not humorous at all. There, I don't think there was one part that I, I chuckled at, but no, maybe like one liners from Carlos. And you gotta love movies where like one of the characters in the movie says the name of the movie in the movie. Batteries right. not included. <laughs> not included. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And that well, like the whole like 
the pregnant lady and the artist or whatever like that was such a weird thing to be in a movie anyway like right i don't know the guy's like and the lady's like oh my boyfriend's home and she's all happy and then like the boyfriend leaves and then immediately she's like i'm not thinking about my boyfriend anymore <laughs> i think that was like one of my favorite scenes in the movie was like when the drunken artist is like walking in you know what happens when birds learn to fly they leave the nest and then he just like pounds <laughs> off upstairs and, like jeez dude that was dark <laughs> what the hell Give that guy some whiskey, and he's just an animal. Yeah. <laughs> and I liked how the, uh, I can't remember the character's name, like the groundskeeper, when he, like, brings that little one back to life, like the little robot child. Oh, like, yeah. Has has no problem bare-fisting the wet radio out of the sink that's still plugged in and not getting electrocuted. <laughs> he's tough. Uh, that was, yeah, he is tough. He is tough. But sensitive, very sensitive. When he's yeah, letting that guy fly, like he had those two hands together, like go, go. <laughs> I'll take door one. Yeah. yeah, for me it was again. It was just a, a simple movie. There were a couple of things that I noticed. One was the set really didn't change much. It was one building, and then for some reason the music. Uh, you know, there it was very, very little music. They had the intro music and then nothing for a long time, which is very unusual in movies. There's always some kind of like background yeah. music. They had a lot of sort. like the Back to nothing. the Future like chimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was just nothing. Yeah. It was just dialogue, which was very interesting as well. It kind of made those like diner scenes stand out though, like when the diner was like back up and hopping, like everybody was happy. Like the music there like really made mm. the film come alive. Yeah. So I think like when they did use it, it was nice. And that whole scene was great. Like when the robots were like falling in the soup and. Oh yeah. Like, definitely. I mean that, that was all great stuff. Like that was probably the peak of the movie for me. It just Dang. like, I feel like it, it's weird. Cause it's like one of those movies that like could have been 20 minutes shorter and it had been punched up a little bit as far as jokes. And it would have been like a much better, it would have been like, I still, I still say it's like slightly better than average, but like it could have been like a great and it was like so close to being a great that it's too bad i forgot yeah. about the well, burger scene when they were in the diner yeah. and the little i don't know that was i guess kind of comical <laughs> where the the robot fell into the burger and he's walking around <laughs> yep i kind of wanted to watch yeah. like somebody bite into it and like break his teeth yeah and then that right. dude's like what he's like what do you think he takes his burger yep. back yeah, that's good stuff um can we talk just brief? Like we're spoilers if you haven't seen this movie from 1987. <laughs> I know that this was a happy ending movie, but was it really? Was it really a win to keep your building and be surrounded on all sides by like an 80-story skyscraper? <laughs> Did they really achieve victory, or was the right decision to take the money all along? <laughs> I know it would have been a two-minute movie, but. I laughed the hardest at the end scene of that little tiny freaking apartment building next building, to like yeah. skyscrapers. Like that, and I'm pretty miserable. sure that the, the, like, that is the not scale was off on that. That's oh like, yeah, they put this tiny little like little building, and it's like that's not even close to like scale. <laughs> is it the Burj Khalifa next to it? Like, geez. <laughs> yeah. On the plus side, I'm sure Pop's business was great at the diner at that point. <laughs> he was doing well. But I'm guessing living there was not all it was cracked up to be. 
I guess I didn't even think about that. There was like a lot of nostalgia for like the fifties. Like, oh yeah, for sure. It was catering to the older crowd. The jukebox, yeah, yeah, family, yeah. But they're like, it's nineteen eighty-seven. We got to throw some robots into this. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) and not just any robot. Tiny flying saucer robots. That I love the product placement too. (laughs) That only eat Pepsi cans. (laughs) With the labels <laughs> facing up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. It's good. It's like a. It's a charming little nostalgic movie. That I mean, I can't say it's bad. I enjoyed it. I miss the '80s where all the bad guys were like Russians or landlords or real estate developers. Yeah, it's always real. That and Scooby Doo, like. It's always the <laughs> landlord and the real estate developer. Yeah. And I didn't get like why Carlos at the end when he was like finally showing up to do the right thing. He's like, I brought your wife some flowers. And then she gets upset. Instead of just like walking over to the table and like leaving them for her, he's like, screw this. I'm throwing these right in the trash. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Dude, you're a dick. <laughs> you want these? You can't have them. <laughs> That's right. His character was a little weird because like there was a certain point that you felt like he was going to do the right thing, but then he doesn't. He like doubles down and goes back to the but then, main bad guy. But then he kind of does the right thing, almost. Yeah, I mean, once once he's in the house right. or once he's in the apartment building again. But there's a lot of things Carlos is, but one of them is not a murderer. <laughs> He'll rob you, <laughs> steal your, you know, trash your belongings, set your place on fire, but he won't kill you. That's just no. Carlos don't mess with killing. Nope. Yeah, that beginning scene where they're going through that apartment building and just, like, wrecking shit. Yeah. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. He's real piece of crap. And I like how it was, like, people leave him because he, like, thinks he sees ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was an over-the-top character. I mean, just the way he spoke and his mannerisms. and Hey, lady! Yeah. Hey, lady! Get out of there! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but his Jerry curl was sweet. Oh, I was yeah. I'd rock that. <laughs> I don't know. Time to give it a rating on the David Crane scale, one to five blobs. Where would you guys put this thing? I'd go three. Kind of right in the middle. Again, it wasn't wasn't flashy. Wasn't too boring. Just kind of right in the middle. Yeah, I'm with you. Three is three is where I'd put yep. it. Maybe even a three Me and a too. half, depending on the day. Nice. People should yep. see it. Yeah, if you haven't, I have not. Like when I was younger, I never saw it. So mm-hmm. this is the first time I saw it. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't remember much. I, mean, I remember watching it as a kid, but I don't remember much about it. So I thought it was nice to go back to. I couldn't get my kids and wife to sit down and watch it because they're like, it's old and grainy. I'm like, just work <laughs> with me. Come on. <laughs> yeah, for a guy with a bunch of like retro video games, like you'd think they'd be used to old and grainy. Well, sadly, my kids think that's what video gaming is, is all retro. They don't really play much of the new gen stuff. So, And if it is, yeah. it's Minecraft. So that works that's for me. True. 
That looks old, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Batteries not included. Go check it out. It's on Netflix. It's a good time. Um, and as always, you can find everything Weekend Rental at weekendpodcast.com. As always, be kind. Rewind. <laughs>